Welcome to the Shattered Order Podcast with your host, Goodnight Punk and Windkiller Inc. This week, we took the fight to open space with ships, learned what the Zeta materials were for, and found out about another tournament much sooner than expected. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 23rd episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. What's up, Wink? Oh, not a lot. Just sitting around feeling nice and fat after all this Thanksgiving deliciousness. Oh, I agree. It couldn't have been a better day for me. Watching my lions take sole possession of the NFC North and then a giant meal. It was great. I'm going to ignore the first thing you said. Um, (laughs) Glad you enjoyed a good meal, though. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. The four and six Packers can watch from the sideline. It's fine. Do what? I, I think you cut out. You still there? Probably. Yeah. I won't repeat it because <laughs> then I'm afraid we'll get disconnected. So, sounds good. <laughs> well, well. Uh, so apparently there was some sort of update just before Thanksgiving. Did Did you download anything? Uh, I think... I have one pending, but I haven't downloaded it. Uh, well, probably not going to be much to talk about this week then, huh? Uh, there's a... No, there's not. I'll just listen to you talk. All right, sounds good. Well, um, yeah, we finally got freaking ships. How about that? Yeah, how about that? Came out... One year after the uh, game came out, that's pretty crazy. I didn't realize, apparently, according to CGEA, the official release date of the game was the 22nd, and not the 24th like we all thought, so Ah. maybe that was one of those. We sent it to Apple and Android, and they were only able to upload it two days later, but then maybe, I don't know. Probably. One year, though, that's crazy. That's pretty good for a mobile game, to have that big of a... That that big of a fan base for an entire year that doesn't really drop off too much, you know? You know, that's a really good point. I think we should take a second to say, you know, thank you to EA and for actually making a game that is this engaging and everything. As much as we bitch about some of the issues and stuff, it's a great game, which is obviously why we do a podcast on it and still play it. But most importantly, thank you to the whales who fund this game for us. Yeah, totally. Because I won't lie, I've uh, this is pretty much the cycle of phone games for me. I look at the App Store, I find something that looks interesting, I download it, and it may hold my attention for two or three days, and then four days later, when I realize I haven't played it for a day and a half, then I just delete it. Yep. And that has, up until this game, that has been every phone game for me. And this one I grabbed, and I just kept playing it forever, so... You're straight on a mobile game compared to everything else I've ever played on a phone game. It's pretty damn impressive. So, I totally agree. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, for sure. So great job, guys. Happy one-year anniversary. You guys are doing good. And we like to talk about it. So we're going to do that. Cool. So first, we're gonna, yeah, let's start with that update this week. As we know, it involved ships. And a lot of crap with ships, but we'll go into that here 
in the second part of this, but we want to go over all the other tiny little tidbits from the update that we got. So I know it used to get really annoying now that they give 5k a day ally points when you finish your dailies. So that little red button over the bronze impacts was always there with the three plus and it was super obnoxious and they made a fix now. So It'll only show up there if you have your free bronzium ready to pick up. And once you do it, it'll go away until the next one's ready in 20 minutes or until you've done five for the day. And that, to me, makes everything look cleaner, and it's really nice. Yeah, it fixes my OCD issue, or at least part of it. The characters think still drives one me half crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but that's yeah, a start. Say, now we can just figure out that one. Yeah, it's definitely a start. Half of it is gone it's it's looking good now so i agree for sure and and what was this next one you got here well uh this used to drive me crazy when you're farming a character but you don't want to promote them yet like you want to get all the shards so they finally Mm -hmm. added it to where you can still find shards without actually spending the credits to promote them i don't know how many times i've spent like five hundred thousand promoting somebody just so I can keep farming or easily finding their shards. Oh, okay. See, people were mentioning this earlier this week, and I had no idea why it was such a big thing, but now I get it. Yeah, the little screen that pops up with the three buttons, the cancel, find, promote. Yep. That one? Yep. Love it. Yeah, that is a good, that is pretty good. I never even thought about that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, because sometimes you don't, you definitely don't want to spend that money on someone at that time, you know. So that's cool. Yep. N- and nice. So as much as those make everyone happy, this next thing probably not so much. Freaking Galactic War! That easy twelve went away. See, here's where you and I differ because mine went away like a month ago. Ah. Uh. So. Interesting. Yeah, I've had it the entire time. So maybe mine will come back a month early, and then you'll just have to wait a month. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Yeah, who knows? Because no one knows how this thing works. So because a lot of people that just lost it, from what I heard, people that just lost it have the same or even lower arena power than me, and they just had this happen. So all it proves to me is we still have no idea how this thing is calculated. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I said arena power. What I really meant was top five tune power. Yes. Because we've heard it's arena power. We've heard it's top five tune power. But who knows? Okay. It's just so rolling the dice. My arena power is 44,574. Your arena power is 42,388. So... I don't know, maybe there's a threshold yeah. somewhere in between there that kind of changed things up there for a while, but... I guess I really just need to gear Chewy so I have an easy gear, or Note 12, because that guy gets insane power. <laughs> yeah, that's that wouldn't be a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> Besides all the blues and purples he eats. Yeah. But, you know... It's a thought that counts. But it's if I really chewy. cared about Galactic War, maybe I would. Yeah. Well, I, you know what? That was my original thought when I farmed him to seven, and that now <laughs> I'm like, I really wish I had done another person in Cantina other than Chewbacca. Yeah. 
Much better use of sharks. Especially since he can't even fly the Millennium Falcon. No kidding. <laughs> Hell, and just well, think, that makes sense. Shoot. Clone War Chewbacca. There we go to that same thing again, but jeez. Yeah. Well, Chewie's you the know, reason you don't have Lando. Yes. I took Chewie instead of Lando. Look at me now. Good job. <laughs> I, I, I wanted was... to point out something that I noticed this week real fast. Okay. It seems this game and the developers focus a lot more on, A, the new movies, like Force Awakens. And it's hard not to do Rogue One because it's about to come out and promote and everyone will be excited for it. But the Clone Wars cartoons, the prequels, the new movies those all seem to be focused on way more than the original movies ever are in this game do you ever do you see that oh yeah um it's hard not to i mean it's I just don't understand it like i don't know i guess it's just because like the younger generation is m- more into that maybe and they're the ones that are a little bit more techy and playing games on their phones that's the only thing I can really come up with. Like it's, but I I don't even know how yeah. good an argument that is to be honest. So, it's really bizarre. I right. don't know. I it just baffled the main character of the original series is still not in the game. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's confusing, you know. I so okay. I seen something on the Reddit. Mm-hmm. Someone had a theory as to how we're going to get Luke, and okay, know, I thought is it different than my theory. What's your theory? So my theory has always been that he will come out like Tark or not Tarkin, like Palpatine and Yoda did, and require Empire tunes. Yes, it is different. I think that okay. there will be. Um, well, this was actually his theory. I, I just tried to look and find who it was. Sorry for not giving you credit. I don't remember who it was. But basically their theory was there will be a raid. It will be a ship raid. It will be the Death Star. And, like, they laid out a way you could integrate everything. So, like, you have your phase one with your ships. And then, say, like, phase two, you're on the ground at Endor. Then phase three, you're... Uh, fighting Vader, you know, with characters, and then like phase four, you're back to ships actually blowing up the Death Star. Something along those lines. That sounds like it would be a lot of fun, to be honest. I completely agree. That would be really cool to actually integrate the ships and the characters. They obviously have to let us build the ships a little bit, but that would be a great way to give out Jedi Luke because, I mean, that's obviously, you know, one of the defining moments in that character's path. So, I think that would be really interesting. Yeah. I like my way because it's free. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's good, too. But, but I see what you're saying. Yep. That and I've been farming Empire for like three or four months. Yeah. Banking on this theory. Empire's but fun. But who knows? At least I'll have an Empire team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got my Veers. Yeah, Veers. I got them to about 60 out of 100 now. Almost there. Wow. Dedication. I don't know how good he is, <laughs> but I'll have him. That's all that matters. So, yeah, exactly. Well, well, look at my shiny veers. I don't want veers. Look at it. 
<laughs> I don't care if you want it. Look just, at it. Just, just look at it. Yeah. Well, uh, shipments was something else that changed in this update. So mm-hmm. they added some ships to Galactic War. There are three that are rotating, you know, like every refresh can be three random ships. There's a few that it can't be, you know, Slave One, Millennium Falcon, the obviously Vader ship, which we'll get to. Um, that's all I can think of off the top of my head, but most of them come through there. And you can buy them, you know. The, the only one I haven't seen in there is Sunfok or Shimitar. I haven't seen those ones in there in Galactic War. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know if they go or not. Yeah, Mulls probably doesn't. Um, yeah, I'm thinking maybe the, like, Rex's I don't think goes in there. I think yeah, it's all the, not. the more free-to-play tunes. Not the premium tunes, but the, the non-premium tunes are in there. Yeah, that would make sense. But, and then uh, they that added makes sense with the uh, ship shipments too, but they added. Go ahead. Current... I'll expound on that later. Perfect. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> currency and droids, training droids for ships. They added to the cantina. They added the prestige upgrades in arena, which which go to capital ships, right? Yes, and. Uh, I have a point I'm going to make on those later. I think those are pretty interesting. And maybe being overlooked, I haven't seen anyone really talking about them. So we'll talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about them. And then uh, Fleet Shipments, which is obviously the new oh, shipment wait, store. Up. Yo, oh. Back to Arena real fast. Yes. They also stealthily, and not in any of the patch notes, added Mace into the Arena. I didn't even notice So now that. he's farmable in Arena Shipments. That's that pretty, was pretty cool. cool. Yeah. So now if you're trying to get Yoda, your new player out there, don't get Eeth Koth. Mace, I'm pretty sure, is yes. a better character than Eeth. Yes, this changes our rankings so. from a few weeks ago. Yeah, move Mace yeah. up the ladder a lot. Yeah. Put him way above Eeth. Yep. I mean, he's probably going to be top four but I thought there. that was hurting. Oh, yeah, for sure. Cool. Definitely one you will have for Yoda at that point. Yeah. Yep. But sorry. Good Go point. Um, all right. So fleet shipments. This I think super interesting. This is I. I'm a big fan of. So they finally add a new shipment store. There's a like, and it is like the deepest store of any of them like there's so much stuff you can buy off there their ability mats gear um you know there's several rows of ships uh there are characters i've seen darth vader shards i've seen rex shards um grievous shards yes sun fox shards it's every i think every premium character shows up in there gene ocean spy i mean yeah finally i can't wait to farm them I think Tuscan Raider even. I meant Tuscan Shaman. I did see him. So like it's like a unicorn. <laughs> yeah, by the by all the unicorns. No, I mean yes. that's that's awesome that they finally made all those guys farmable. The problem with doing so is you sacrifice a lot. So even if you finish first, you're only getting two thousand of that currency a day. You get some from dailies and everything. I mean, you're still going to be capped at, you know, 
five, five and a half shipment purchases per day. Um, then you got your Zeta material, which is 2,000 credits. Um, you can buy Omegas. I'm going to be honest here. We This has been out since Tuesday, and I still don't know what I want to farm there. I, I think I finally narrowed it down, but it's still tough. Like, the stuff we'll talk about later on kind of narrows it down for me, but uh took me a while to figure it out, I think. Yeah. So We'll get back on this topic, dig into it a little bit more um, in the ships section. So, yep. uh... Got a few d- more update stuff here. The, uh... Boba Fett was reworked, which was nice. He uh, is... Arena, definitely arena viable now, even so if he's not a leader on a team. He does some crazy stuff now. Oh, I'm We glad- didn't write it down to, to talk about, but he's got... He actually shoots his gun now, so that makes yes. me happy over pretty much all of it. Um, one one no. quick point. Um, you saying Boba made me think of it. Should have put this at the beginning of the podcast, but... So we actually have a YouTube channel now, and yep. we've been posting some videos on there. Uh, we're probably going to find a way to stick the podcast up there, too, so if you want to listen on YouTube or whatever. Um, but I, I put up, I know, at least one video with my arena team where I swapped out Jedi Knight Anakin and threw in Boba Fett and uh, thrown in some arena battles, uh, some a little bit of tournament gameplay from the last tournament um so you guys can find that that uh we'll post that in the show notes too but shattered order just look that up on the youtube yeah i need to check out that boba video i want to see how good he is i'm starting i just finished ahsoka and now i'm farming him so yeah be nice to see what i'm getting he's pretty awesome he's really good especially against shore trooper he's a lot of fun i like him Nice. Well, beyond Boba Fett, he was also turned into a bounty hunter along with Cad Bane, Dengar, Greedo, IG-88, and Zam Wessel. So now there's a nice little uh, beginnings of a bounty hunter faction. Yep. And his new leader ability has bounty hunter synergy. So you can even make a bounty hunter team at this point, and it probably will be viable because his... Leader ability is pretty good, from what I remember. His leader ability is insane. It's if yeah. if you have a decent number of bounty hunters, I his leader ability is going to be pretty amazing. I think. Yeah, I agree. Hold on a second. But uh, I didn't don't think they added anyone to separatists yet. They're not separatists, mm. but. Uh, Republic. So well, I'm guessing that'll come later. Well, uh, they have Republic ships, don't they? Okay, yes, they do. So that's part of it, probably part of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure as far as characters, but I do know there are Republic ships, which is pretty cool. So as far as Bounty Hunters Resolve, that was... No, that's is unique. 
Dead or Alive, Leader Billy, Boba Fett. All allies gain 50% crit damage and 10% crit chance, which was his original ability, right? Yes. But now it also adds Bounty Hunter allies gain 15 speed for each debuffed enemy, gain max health equal to 50% of the total potency of all Bounty Hunter allies. That's freaking huge. Yes. Yeah. And gain 15% turn meter whenever thermal detonator thermal detonator explodes. So if you have Zam Wessler, Newt Gunroy on there, that'll add even more turn meter for the rest of the team when they blow up. Yep. And uh, so it's pretty nice. We're gonna talk about Boba Fett a little bit later, also, but because that leader ability, if you're using him as a leader, adding potency to him is actually adding health percentage to him so and the entire team right uh, well yeah any bounty hunter on the team so if he's if he's leader i mean to hell with protection health any of that potency quickly becomes the most important thing for him definitely makes sense um sweet along with that update there was uh Oh, we're both going in different directions. No, we're going the same direction. <laughs> I was say, Go ahead. <laughs> as far as Shard Shop got a nice, crazy little deal for the... I don't know how long it's going to last. There's a short time, but... Um, Grievous Shards, always there on the top there. Now, right below it, Bays. Same costs, same shards. Yep. To get Bays uh, Malbus. So I know a lot of people have been... Doing that, trying to get their bays this week, or this weekend, I should say. And I know a few people that have, so that's pretty cool. Actually, uh, kind of a nice way to get it, especially with... Bays is even cheaper than Grievous was. Is he? Yes. So for Grievous, it was 11.25 for five shards. For bays, it's 1,000 for five shards. Oh, nice. A little bit of a discount. Yep. It's not too bad. Which is kind of surprising considering, you know, he's a chromium character and all that good stuff, so. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, um, so they also threw out, you know, some one-year anniversary rewards, which I'm sure y'all got. Um, this, uh, this August occasions, as they put it. Um, I'm not sure if you, well, (laughs) if everyone out there noticed, I didn't. Thankfully, you did and screenshot it, and we tweeted it out, but that was pretty hilarious. I had to show you guys. That was hilarious. They know their memes, memes about themselves, and play on it, and that was hilarious. Yep. Same with the Chewy shards. Yeah. Yeah, the three Chewy shards. Well done, EA. (laughs) Thank you for that. (laughs) Um. So they also gave us, you know, a thousand crystals, five omegas, twenty purple ability mats, five hundred thousand credits, and the chewy shards. And then there was also a free ship pack that you got. So people on Android got Biggs, a four star Biggs with his two star ship, along with some droids and credits, apparently. And then Wedge uh, on iOS. Uh, four star with a two star ship, so that was pretty awesome to throw that at us. Yeah, for sure. I didn't expect that at all. Someone said it in Discord, and I was like, 
confused what they were talking about. Logged in, didn't see anything in my mailbox, and suddenly there was a pack for me to open. That was pretty sweet. Made me jump mine up from a one to two star. So that was sweet. Yeah. I ran across it by accident, okay. but I was off, awfully happy. Yeah, for sure. It's a nice. It was nice. All right. So especially since those ships are pretty dang good. I yeah. like them. Yeah, they're really good. I'd say Android yeah. got the better deal because I like big ship better, but that was pretty sweet to get. Yeah, they're both good. I'm not going to complain either way. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So before we dig into a little bit more on ships, uh, what are your thoughts on the overall update? I really like it. I mean, I don't want to talk about ships overall too much right here, but I think what was added and what we had isn't too terribly overwhelming on the daily. Like there wasn't uh, another galactic war added or anything. So that type of time sink isn't there anymore Mm -hmm. or added. But overall, I think the gameplay is fun. I think the way that they implemented it across everything so that you could get rewards from all the nodes that help both characters and ships is perfect. So, yeah, I like it. I like all of it so far. I don't think I have a single complaint so far. I totally I'm sure agree. I'll come up with one later, but <laughs> I, it's really solid. Like it's been really not buggy. It's been really well done, well thought out. Um, uh, we'll talk about our thoughts oh. on ships here in a second, but um, it's it's one of the best updates that they've done, I think, by far. Yeah, for sure. You can tell they put a lot of thought and uh, effort into putting this one out. Yeah. So. I don't think that I've seen Reddit be too critical about this. I've actually seen a lot of random thank you CGEA posts about this. So kind of nice and refreshing to see all that. I totally agree. I feel like they definitely won back a lot of the people that were getting a little bit concerned, I think. Definitely. And then I've seen a lot of people actually – Saying that they've come back to the game because ships came out. Yeah. So not only to make people happy, but it's also served to pull some older players that were here before back in. So it's always good for the game. Well, uh, this kind of rolls right into us talking about ships in general. So uh, what do you think? Love them or hate them? Uh, I don't want to say love. I'll say I like them. I think they're fun. I don't think that they are necessarily too crazy. I mean, I like them. I'm, I'm not in, in love. I, I'm in. I'm in love. No doubt about it. <laughs> I, I got the little heart heart eye emoji like for the ships. I think it's great. Uh, <laughs> the animations I think are awesome. Um, Super fun to watch and everything. The just overall gameplay, I've been pretty impressed with. It's a little bit different tactics, the way they use the capital ship as kind of the leader. Um, so it's it's basically the same thing, but it's still different strategy and a different implementation of it. 
And I think the most mm-hmm. important thing where they really did a great job with it is it's not required. You, if you don't want to do ships, you don't have to That's, do it. Don't do. I mean, you still have to do like one battle or whatever a day to get your daily, but that takes like two seconds. Like it, the investment well, required is pretty low. I think. I agree with that, and it is not required. But here's where it makes it required. It's the only place where you can get Zetas. And where that's what we'll talk about later. But Zetas, the abilities that you get for these Zetas that are coming out are ridiculous. And if you aren't keeping up with your ships, you're never going to get Zetas. And you're going to fall behind an arena. Your damage in the raid will probably suffer compared to others. So it is kind of required, just depending on what your priorities are. That's, that's the only yeah, that's thing a good point. to me. Yeah. So. Because you're not going to be able to get Zetas consistently if you don't have a bunch of five-star ships, you know? Yeah. So That's a good point. That's the only thing, the only complaint. But I, I don't plan on just letting them sit on the side, so I will be fine. For those that are trying to keep it on the side, that's the only downfall that might be there for you. So think about that. But, yeah, it's definitely not a requirement. Yep. So, I I don't want to believe that, well, now that we know that you're going to be able to get a Zeta two or three times a week out of challenges, it makes more sense to me. But when it was only sold in the store for 2,000 uh, currency, I all I could think to myself was there's got to be something being implemented later to put this somewhere else in the game that you can get them, you know? Yeah. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> I tried to get as far away as go. I could, but uh, <laughs> it's all good. These mics pick up everything. I know. No, but that's it's. Yeah, it's uh, it's fine. Everything's okay. Nothing's on fire. Yep. So, well, uh, not to rain on the parade. It is very polished, very clean. It's very fun to watch. I still have a problem with spaceships. And I guess it makes more sense in space. Just sitting there, staring at each other and shooting at each other. Doesn't make sense to me. But that's the only real way you could implement it in this game, I would think. Yeah. So. I don't know if you've played uh, that other new game that just came out. The Battlestar Galactica one. Nope. That's got ships. That one's kind of even more weird, the way that one works. So this one makes more sense to me, at least. And they kind of like, one will be in, they'll be kind of like in a dogfight where one's chasing the other. They'll be like that. But one will come flying around and shoot at the back of one and then go right back in front of them. It's weird. This at least looks better. Yeah, I I like the way it's implemented. I, I I really just love the animations, though, and the sounds. and Oh, just and sorry, sounds. I got to detour a little bit here. The sounds of when you so like you're in the main cantina and then you go to ships. The music is fantastic. I don't know how many times I've just opened my phone in the little ships cantina and just let the music play. It's fantastic, right? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I. It's weird to me that we're in the whole thing's in a cantina, right? The whole game. 
but we just have Star Wars music everywhere else that doesn't seem like it fits in a cantina. And then you pop in those ships, and they got that poppy music playing. It's kind of like, hey, okay, you are actually in a cantina. Yeah, yep. It's pretty cool. And something else, you watch the there the three little musicians in the background, and they actually yeah, they key move up perfectly. Yeah, with with the music that their instrument actually plays. Like if it's not playing, then they just kind of sit there idly, and it's pretty cool to watch. Yeah, I like it a lot. It is pretty cool. They definitely worked on that too. Yeah, pretty crazy. <laughs> Well, uh, let's let's get into a little bit more uh, detailed stuff on the whole ship thing. Um, mm-hmm. Well, first off, uh, do you have your phone with you? I do, somewhere over here on the ground. Well, uh, bust it out and tell me who you're using. I'll, I'll go ahead and go first. I've got it right in front of me, but so. Right now, I'm using my capital ship as Admiral Akbar. Um, I am using Jedi Consular Starfighter. I am using Wedge's X-Wing, the Geonosian Soldier, uh, the Resistance Pilot, Biggs. Those are my main five currently. And then in reinforcements, I have the two TIE Fighters. I think I'm about to move one of the TIE Fighters back into my main lineup and move Resistance Pilot back as a reserve. Uh, But that's currently who I'm using, and it's been really effective. I've been beating a lot of teams that had quite a bit more fleet power than me fairly easily. Um, I'm at just under 94,000 fleet power. Sounds a lot like me, actually. Yeah, I I agree. uh, It is pretty easy not easy, but you can pretty much beat. What I've noticed is you can beat people within 10k of you, fleet power, pretty, pretty yeah. regularly. I haven't really tried anything further than that because everything seems to be right around where I am right now. But yeah, it's nice. You can keep moving up. It doesn't really. Uh, it's not too hard to find someone to fight that might be uh, possible for you. Yep. But let me jump in here and show you what I got here. Okay. So I'm running with the uh, Jedi Consular, uh, Wiggs, Geonosian Soldier, and Ahsoka. And backups are five ship, the Umbaran Starfighter, and the Resistance X-Wing. Cool. And those are... Every one of those is a character I have really very well geared and except for a resistance pilot but yeah all the ships i think i have all of them at two star now so it's working pretty good yeah i'm at 94.5 k fleet power not bad uh what level is your capital ship 48 okay i'm at so that's or i'm at 52 with my capital ship uh, okay. I don't think I have anything above fifty-eight at the moment, level-wise. Uh, yeah, I uh, I should have stopped at fifty on the capital ship. Uh, what I've been doing with all my main fighters, so I'll take them. I'll first take them to level fifty. That way, I can start upgrading their attack abilities, 
And then mm-hmm. the ones that I end up liking more that do good damage, I'll take them up to 60 so that I can do that next level of upgrades to it. So mm-hmm. I've got three ships that are three-star and level 60, and then the other three ships are... Um, or the Sorry, I can't do math. The other four ships are two-star level 50. Mm-hmm. And nice. basically, that's kind of how I started too. Was I basically looked at who I had geared up pretty well and went that direction. Um, I haven't done, I, I don't even have fives or Soka's ships unlocked yet, but I am. Here's a question for you okay. Do you feel like the credit crunch is back? Uh, and I'm not talking actual credits, I'm talking about. The new credits, ship materials. Yeah. I mean... Because holy crap, I never have any. Like, I get them as fast as I... I, I spend them as fast as I get them. I could like, literally them. never have any of those things. Let's see. I've got... I've got 673,000 right now. Um, I've been trying to... Yeah, and if you want to level a ship up to 65, then you'll have none again. Yeah. I, I haven't taken <laughs> any I'm saying. It's like, high. we're all 80s mid 80s to 85 levels now and to even get these ships one of them anywhere up there you would sacrifice every single one of them it's like oh man i really want to level these ships but i'm a level 84 almost 85 now and all my ships are 48 to 58 right now i think that'll kind of slow down because everybody's kind of in that we all started at the same point, and we're all progressing the same direction. So it's hard to get too far ahead, I think, really. Um, so I don't think that's too much of an issue like it, like the regular credit crunch was. Uh, but I do think that that's pretty important as far as how you use your resources. Uh, that's the biggest thing I've been trying to focus on is just good resource management for those, which is kind of why I do mm-hmm. the take them to level 50 and then if I like them, take them level 60 if I need to, you know, just uh, trying to save the resources as much as possible until I need somebody to get up higher. Um, And it's also like return on investment, you know, 50 levels for a ship's obviously a lot more valuable than just five levels for a ship. So you're better off kind of saving those credits if you need them, keeping some in reserve and not going too terribly crazy. Yeah, I think the key to what you said there was everyone's getting the same amount and everyone's kind of bottlenecked at the same spot. So it's not like I'm behind because of it. It's just I'm an 84. I want my ships at 84, you know. Yeah. It's just a want more than a uh, need to be competitive. Yep. So. Yeah. And what's interesting is I hadn't even thought about that until you said it. Like, I didn't... I never really thought about the level cap being 85 for whatever reason. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I did notice the credit issue. Like, I want to take Akbar's ship up to, you know, like level 68 so I can upgrade his, you know, his basic ability. But, uh, I mean, that's yeah, awful lot of resources to do that. It'll take you like four or five days yeah. And then you'll finally get there and you won't have anything to spend on the other ship. And that's what I mean as far as like return on investment. Like I could do that and, you know, it would add 
percentage of damage, but I can also use those resources to level up a bunch of other ships more and get a lot more out of it. So, Something you can do with the capital ships that I think is pretty big, uh, especially with Akbar. I haven't dug into too much on the other two, but Akbar I've kind of messed around with a little bit. So in Arena, they added those prestige tokens. And was I think 600 currency for 10 of them. Um, I have been leveling up his crew ability, uh, band together. Um, I've taken it to level five so far. Um, I'm just going to read it off real quick. Uh, so whenever an ally attacks out of turn, they have plus 30% critical damage and gain protection up 25% for two turns. These bonuses are doubled for rebel allies. That's, that's now one's finally realizing where all this protection comes from. Thanks for reading that. Yeah, and <laughs> well, I mean, the protection's nice, but the damage is huge. Like if you're getting, oh yeah, if you're getting, you know, an X-wing assisting or just well, I guess any rebel assisting in any way. Um, that's one thing I like about Jedi Consulars. He can call in the assist, and you can choose who it is. Uh, choose a rebel if you're yeah, using that's pretty Akbar, because awesome. it's because like at level five right now on mine, he would get an extra sixty percent critical damage. I mean that's massive. And then uh, the next level that I'll hit, it'll give another five percent, which will get doubled. So it'll be an extra eighty percent, or sorry, an extra seventy percent critical damage for rebels when they attack out a turn. I mean, that's, I think if you want to upgrade your capital ship, I think that is probably the best way to do it. Yeah. Cause it is a very fulfilling feeling when wedge crits for 45 K on a ship. Oh yeah. It's great. <laughs> I love it for sure. Well, um, like, what has been your basic farming strategy? Well, it changed today, or it changed last night from what it was. Before, it was farm my the ships for the guys that I have the highest gear on and the highest uh, power on. Yep. And that was working pretty well for me because those guys are keeping me uh, competitive in arena. But... Recently changed, looking long-term at Zetas. So now it's more of a farm my main five guys if they show up and farm dark side ships if they show up. That's pretty much what it boils down to for me, at least as far as shipments go. That's a good idea because I really have not started farming any of the dark side ships. Um, so I've got, well... Uh, Gino's a soldier. I've got him. I've got the two TIE fighters. And then what there is, uh, Sunfalk, Gino's and Spy. Gino's and Spy, Slave One, and the new Vader ship. There's Darth, only seven total. Darth Maul's also, isn't it? Oh, Shimitar, yeah. Yeah. That one's in there, too. Um, There's not a lot to choose from for what we're going to be talking about here in a second. Yeah, there's very what? few. Um, we'll, we'll get to that in a second, too. But uh, where have you been farming from? So, like, 
Geno's a soldier and Jedi Consular, there's a hard mode for. So you can get three attempts at those every single day. Um, and then there's one ship, Plo Koons, that is in Cantina that you can farm till your heart's content if you want to. But uh, I know for me, like, I've been using the Galactic War, and if there's a ship in there that I need, I'll buy it. Um, I've been doing that a lot. I'm going to lie, I, every sh- I bought all three almost every time it's popped up. It's like every one of them is a ship of someone I have and need. Yeah. I'm gonna run out of shit. I'm gonna run out of uh, currency real fast, and that's when they'll drop a Rogue One character in there. <laughs> yeah, probably. I've already ran out of currency. I've been <laughs> loading up on ally points because I really want Vader ship, so I've been stocking up there. Um, I'm gonna yeah. try like hell in this tournament. Uh, try a new strategy too. We'll talk about that next week. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Yeah, the um, it's. I think you don't sacrifice a whole lot by not ranking high. Uh, that's one thing I do like about this arena is it's all the rewards are pretty close together. So you can still yeah, basically you, do what you want to do, even if you're, you're fin- finishing outside the top 100 or whatever. I don't even bother timing my attacks because of that. So like, Arena, like most people will fight for that last hour right before payout. But with ships, I just do my five battles all day and get as low as I can and let the chips fall where they do. Yep. I don't battle for one. If I did, I might be doing it a little different. But right now I'm trying to get in. I'm usually finishing in the mid-30s. And uh, I usually stay there almost yep. all day. So it works perfectly for me. I finished in fifth but two like days that. in a row. That was super cool um i think i started in like started at 40 uh when i first got in there in my arena and i jumped up you know to the top 20 and then close to the top 10 i've just kind of hung out there since where did well i feel pretty good about mine then because i started at 260 okay that's what i was about to ask and i'm at 30 now that's pretty (laughs) good i mean that's a nice nice uh job moving moving on up yeah, thankfully, because I have a good feeling that everyone where I was is probably about the same power as I am now, now that everyone's kind of caught up. Yep. So it's a good thing I shot up in that, those first few days, or I might be stuck down there. Yeah, I definitely and, agree. Uh, that's, that's the one thing I was trying to do, too, was get in there and go as quick as possible and get as high as possible and just kind of hope that it allows you to hold rank. And it seems to have worked pretty well for, I guess, both of us so far. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yep. I do like it. Got some pretty good deals there. Yep. I uh, do you are you looking to farm any characters in ship shipments? Nope. Any pr- premiums that are now available that you want? Nope. Don't care. Um I may do Sunfock at some point because uh from Chromium I bought one where he was like the main character. Uh I've got him almost six star, so He's, he's a little bit shy. It wouldn't take me long to go ahead and get him to six stars. So I may do that before too long or something along those lines. But I'm, I'm mainly investing heavily in ships. Yeah, I only ask because the, the only reason I won't spend my currency on ships is if Rex shows up. Like I've decided to farm Rex. So okay, cool. For me, in ship shipments, it's 
if Rex is there, buy his shards. If not, then I get the ships I need. Yeah. That's the way I've been doing it. And I'm up to 55 Rex shards now out of the 80 to unlock. So Nice. It's actually not going too slow. It seems like he's popped up every time I've been looking in the refreshes. So I li- I'm liking it so far. Very cool. Hopefully it won't take too long. Um, but, yeah. So, and like for me, as far as deciding what ships to buy first, I'm trying to like get my, you know, get my main teams up, uh, you know, star level kind of equally. So if one's close, like I've got one character that's almost three star, but not quite there. So they kind of have priority over everyone else. And, um, yeah. and I'm doing that, you know, to try to get to the next thing we're going to talk about, which are these new uh, Zeta ability mats, which they look kind of awesome. So let me kind of break this down. So Zetas are the next ability mat for characters. Beyond Omegas. Basically, not every character has Zeta abilities yet, but there are a good chunk of them in the game now. And they have some really good things that they add. Just for example, a couple of them that people are really excited about is uh, Kaigon Jin has one, and it's for his leader ability. Originally, his leader ability was only to add speed to Jedi's. Used to be everyone, then they kind of nerfed him to be only Jedi's. But now it's it adds five speed to what he used to do, and then it adds Jedi allies gain offense equal to three times their speed. So three whatever their speed is times three, they gain his offense. And they gain foresight for two turns at the start of each encounter and whenever an any unit is defeated. So now they're getting for getting foresight when people die. They get three times their speed as offense, and they also get all the extra speed from Kaigon. So him just adding speed is giving people offense. They're getting foresight if someone dies or at the beginning of the encounter. It's This thing looks awesome, and it'll be really, really good defining for possibly bringing Jedi into the arena. It's a... It's a big thing. I think these more than, Zetas. They have a lot of them. More than anything, it's going to make him really, really damn good for the AAT tank raid. Oh, yeah, definitely. That'll that'll work perfectly in there, too. Lots of offense, lots of foresight, lots of uh, speed. Yep. Gotta love all those things for a team. Yep. So... Oh. That's just a taste. They cost 10 Zetas. I think it's 10 Zetas and 5 Omegas, something like that, to update to a Zeta ability. Uh, It's kind of pricey. They're all different. Um, Are they? Yes. Okay. I looked at at one and figured it was the same for all of them. uh, Yeah, it's it's not. Some are a little bit more expensive than others. Um, For example, Boba Fett I've got right in front of me. And his requires 20 Zetas, 13 Omegas, and 30 purple ability mats. Um, I'm going to run up here to Yoda and his battle meditation, which removes, uh, which has minus one cooldown and gain foresight for two turns. Uh, that one is 20 Zetas, 16 Omegas, and 40 of the purple ability mats. 
Um, and I'll go Phasmas. Hers is 20 Zetas, 10 Omegas, and 20 Purples. So they're all a little bit different. Okay, um, so as far as Zetas go, it looks like 20 is pretty standard then. Yeah, for those three. Then the Omegas sure and the Purples kind of... Yeah, could be doing the same thing I did earlier with just looking at one, but yeah, they are pricey. Yeah, and if you remember what we said earlier in the podcast, in shipments they cost two thousand currency to buy one. It's going to take you at and least a month to get, you know, an ability upgraded. So yeah, and they have uh, gosh, two thousand is what you get for first place in the arena. So the only way you're buying one of these a day is if you're getting first every day. Other than that, you're going to take one to two days apiece. And if you're looking at 20, it's going to take you, let's say, 20 times two days, 40 days. Yeah. If you're not getting one every day, at least. So yep. these things are hard to get, and they do a lot for you. And So the thing is, right, a lot of uh, – oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and that's the reason why – we think it's probably a little bit more important to farm ships so that you can get to that challenge that rewards Zeta. Uh, but yes, we're not exactly. sure what the drop rate is on that. Um, I'm not sure if there's, I haven't seen anything out there as far as what the actual drop rate is and you know, how often you can actually expect to get them from those. But if, I mean, if you even get a couple a week, that's going to help a ton. Yeah. So the, Ability map challenge comes up two days a week and also Monday. For ships, Monday is like Sunday for regular challenges where you get all of them. So at least three days a week, that challenge is going to come up and you can do it twice with ships instead of the five like on uh, other challenges. But the thing is, it takes a lot to get there. So, for example, to get to that last node, you have to have six three starships, I think, or six five-star ships to run. I'm putting out the wrong information here. There's a bunch of five-star ships that you need to be able to do this ability challenge. doesn't matter if they're light side or dark side. They just have to have five-star ships. But to be able to do it, also you need five-star capital ships, and you need all three of them. So, which means you have to get the five-star dark side ship, which also, I'm kind of running in circles here, but basically to get the five-star dark side ship, you have to have five five-star dark side ships. Hmm. Let me, gosh, this is so like, Confusing. I'm baffling myself. Yeah. To, to get the five-star capital dark side ship, you have to have five five-star dark side regular ships. If that makes sense. Yeah. To do so at that point, you get the five star executrix, which can help you to open up the ability challenge. So you can do the ability challenge without dark side ships at all, but to be able to do it, you have to have those five dark side ships. I hope that makes sense. It didn't make sense as I said it, but I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. And if it doesn't make sense, just look at there, you know, tomorrow or, well, Sunday or Monday, and you'll be able to figure it out yourself probably. But um, 
Yeah, you'll just go you'll you'll go connect the dots, right? Because it'll say you need five star capital ships, and you'll be like, okay, how do I get a five star capital ship? So you go look at the executrix, and it'll say you need five five star dark side ships. So that's why what we're trying to say is don't buy Zetas because if that's a short term fix. You want to buy dark side ships and light your light side ships. Just keep leveling those things up because eventually you're going to need those five five star dark side ships to get Zetas consistently. Consistently, and like you were saying, we don't know the drop rate, but like with most things, the the rewards for the last ability challenge for ships says two Zetas are possible, which in my experience. You never will get to, but the odds of you getting one every time are probably pretty good. Yeah. So the odds are you're going to be able, probably be able to get six a week off this challenge if you're able to unlock it, and that'll be forever. Or you can not buy those dark side ships and you know pay your 2,000 currency to buy Zetas and eventually get as many as you need and do that again every 40 days. Yeah. So. It's going to go much faster if you just buy the ships and unlock the challenges than it'll ever be to um, do buy them from the currency store. Yep. So agreed. But some people like Man, the just... short-term game more. And hey, if you're just that dead set on uh, getting, you know, some specific character Zeta ability, then hey. Yeah, well, I'll us. say this, right? I won't. I won't think any less of anyone that goes for one Zeta character that they really want to start, oh, and I then will. moves to ships, because you might still have a leg up on everyone at that point yeah. when you do it. Well, especially might if, not in the long term, but in the short term, it might be good for you. Especially so. if Qui Gon's like Qui Gon's lead ends up being really good in the raid or. Like, if there's something in there that ends up being major that we're just not seeing yet. Yeah, because let's say you do go for Zetas from the ship shipments as opposed to going for ships at first, and you get Kygons unlocked, and you are now top five in the raid every time for a month until people catch up. Yep. Well, that's a lot of rewards that are going to help you move forward. You know, so I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to say you're wrong if you do it that way, but this is the best long-term solution, I think. Agreed. So. That we agree. So, with. who's excited for another tournament already? Me. I am super. Pumped. I'm not. I'm excited for the reward. I really wish it wasn't a week after the last one. Okay. What a bummer. So, <laughs> um. Well, how much are you investing into this tournament? This one's a little bit different, given that it's starting on a Monday. It's not going to be over a weekend. So it's, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people that's probably not going to have the time to throw into it. Uh, A lot of people probably just spent a bunch of their ally coins on the last tournament to get the, you know, the new Rogue One character. So I'm kind of wondering how much competition there's really going to be in these tournaments. Well, here's the best part for me specifically. It'll end on a day that I'm not at work. And you know I work nights, so there's no chance of me being there in the last few hours of a tournament. So I usually just drop drastically at the end. Well, I'm off on Wednesday, so 
Nice. I can battle it out until the very end and see where I land. And I'm excited about that at least. So yeah, that'll be nice. And I'm going to, I still, I have almost 200,000 ally coins. I don't plan to buy any with my galactic war tokens unless I absolutely have to, but I have a feeling that a lot of people have blown their ally coins at this point and probably don't have that many. Maybe they have galactic war coins to buy more, but I'm thinking this will be a lot more, a little closer grouping, if you yeah. know, if that makes sense. Certainly possible. So, so for those that don't know what we're talking about, just heard tournament, blah, blah, blah. Let me find this info. New squad tournament for the tie advance. So basically the reward is going to be Darth Vader's tie advanced. And I'll tell you why I am going all in on this, because... Of Zetas. <laughs> That's pretty much the only reason right now. It's like another dark side ship that I can probably unlock at four stars if you get in the top 100. Then I only need one more star on it. I'm okay with that. That's yep. a good uh, place to start. So that is uh, why I'm going all in on it. But not to mention it's it's Vader's ship. You know, that thing is awesome. And so. not to mention his ship seems Pretty, pretty badass. Um, I'm going to read off his unique ability real quick because I think it's pretty awesome. Uh, this is the max level seen six. It, so. All right. So okay. target locked enemies have negative 20% tenacity and immediately regain target lock for two turns whenever target lock expires on them. In addition... Empire allies gain 10% turn meter whenever they attack a target-locked enemy. That, wow. I think, is pretty so, awesome. Uh, the fact that... So target, life, target, target locked for life? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And... Um, well, that works. Yeah, and his basic does, uh, you know, target lock. Um, and if they're already target locked... It'll inflict two uh, DOTs for three turns. And then his other, or his special, is inflict evasion down and ability block on target enemy for two turns. Then gain 25% turn meter for each debuffed enemy. Sorry, for each debuff on that enemy. And then if they're target locked, uh, it will dispel all buffs and remove 100% turn meter. So that's badass. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's super awesome. And especially if you're somebody like me that has a maxed out Darth Vader. Um, yeah. I really, really want this dude. That's awesome. Yeah. We'll be going all in on this. And I'm glad. It, here's the other thing. I, when I read it, I thought that they were starting it on Friday and I'm like, really, you're going to have a tournament over a holiday weekend. I'm really glad that it was next Monday. That's a good point. Too. Or this Monday. Yeah. So I could not have done a tournament this weekend. No chance. Too much going on. Yeah. They would have felt bad but, about distracting everyone from their families and all that good stuff. Themselves included. Yeah. No that's, why, that's why it surprised me at first. Yeah. But. So that's a good so, decision. I like to see. Uh, how many ally yep. coins did you say you had saved up? Uh, I think I'm at like 182,000. 
I am something like that. I spent a lot of Galactic War tokens on ally coins because for me I was looking at that as basically spending it on ships anyway. Um, and I'm at two hundred and seventy three thousand, and I'll probably keep. Uh, I'm out of Galactic War, but I'll probably go ahead and spend what I get the next couple days on it, and uh, really hope I get that stinking Vader ship. Yeah, for sure. I hope you do too. <laughs> well, so good luck to everyone else out there for this tournament. I hope you enjoy it. It is not ships, just so you know. It is characters and yeah. not ships. So you can bring in your arena team as always and try to get a ship with it. So and I was worried at first that it was gonna be ships and then I was gonna be like that was going to be so that's another thing about ships, right? The time limit on them is what? Seven minutes, eight minutes? Seven and a half. And sometimes that entire seven and a half minutes is taken. You know? <laughs> yeah, it is. So I don't know how many battles I could I've had. I could not to... do a ship tournament, man. That'd be crazy. I've had to auto a lot of battles starting at like, you know, a minute left and they still don't get finished. I'm like, damn. You know, it's. Yeah, a lot of draws. Yeah. I I mean. Once the... everyone's maxed, I'm sure it'll be different, but yeah, right probably. now. Oof. <laughs> and auto. Auto significantly speeds up the animations too, so. It definitely helps. Oh, yeah. Go real quick. Real quick. So. Sweet. Well, um, well we mentioned that uh, we were going to talk about Boba Fett a little bit more. I do. What do you, you got something in mind? I, I, I know this is something that people like to hear about. Yeah. Um, Y'all like to hear us talk about modern characters, so I figured Boba seems like... Uh, the logical choice for this week. He's a character I've liked for a long time. I used him on my arena team for a while. So what's great is the reasons I used him, he still does. So um, like I said earlier, I actually did stick him in. I didn't use him as lead, but I used him a little bit and it was pretty cool. Uh, he's really good. That, that rework's pretty awesome. I don't know... I don't think it's as good as Jedi Knight Anakin's rework, but it's still a pretty awesome rework for sure. Uh, and something else I like is you, I think there are a couple different options for ways you can go with him. Um, so I'm going to talk about uh, kind of more tank longevity style for modding him. Just help him last a little bit longer if you're running you know, a tankier team with say, you know, a Rex and Sunfock or, you know, Fives and Royal Guard or just trying to make, you know, the most annoying team ever. Um, <laughs> so uh, health bonus mods are going to be pretty awesome because of his new revive. His new revive allows him to, you know, regain 100% health whenever he dies. So obviously the more health that he has, you know, the more overall health pool it is to kill him because you can't remove the uh, his unique ability. So he will revive once, period, you know. So whatever health you have on there, you kind of get, you get that health twice, which is awesome. You don't get protection twice. So, um, but I still think that when you're modding, protection still probably wins because 
you know, what it does. 20... There's just so much of it. <laughs> yeah. And it's a 24% you know. increase versus, you know, uh, what is it? The 6% increase on the health. 6.88. And, it, you know, yeah. if you double that and get to 12%, that, you know, you're still not near the amount you get from protection. So I, I still think protection wins out. And once his unique is zated, then protection definitely wins out because when he defeats an enemy, you know, he regains all of his protection. Uh, that's going to be pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, for sure. That's ridiculous. And then as far as uh, kind of setting, or I guess those are my main thoughts for just making him last longer. Is just kind of keeping those things in mind and uh, trying to add as much health as possible. As far as attacking, uh, the critical damage versus offense bonus, uh, something we've talked about before, just kind of depends on what that crit chance is. I, the basic rule is 40% is kind of your threshold. So if you're under that, you want offense. If you're above that, you want the critical damage bonus. Um, speed arrow, obviously, always good. Another option would be you could either go with protection or, um, well, Speed of protection, I guess. You you could do offense also because he is a pretty decent attacker, especially when he double taps on his basic. Uh, yeah, with his gun. Yeah, with his gun. How, okay, so <laughs> how great are the animations on that? Like, it's it's nice at him actually pulling out the gun, and they didn't have to get rid of the rocket. They didn't have to get rid of anything. Just add a gun. Perfect. Yeah, it's great. The gun, then the AOE's the rocket. Then the uh, execute, the new ability is the rocket. It, it's perfect. Anyways, I'm going off topic. Yep. I just love those animations. They no, look awesome. I do too. That you, Since we're on this detour, a lot of the animations <laughs> that they've changed lately have been really good. Um, and something else is I noticed earlier that there are a lot of new, you know, like backgrounds, map backgrounds in the battles. Um, oh, yeah. Um, and they are amazing. Yeah. They're really, really yeah. good. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now I'm kind of curious. Will we get different? Okay. We're just going to keep going down this rabbit hole. Yes. Are they going <laughs> to add different ship backgrounds? I think they like, will. They're going to throw a Death Star in the background. Yeah. They're going to put Alderaan in the background. Kashyyyk, Tantive Four. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, I agree. Just I, there's probably a lot of things they could do with that too. Uh, well, not a lot, but there's. You know, a decent number, I would think. We'll see. Um, yeah. Back to Boa. Mm-hmm. Since we can't stay on topic. So, uh, the, <laughs> the triangle mod obviously varies based on your crit chance. Um, I'm going to say if you already have a pretty good crit chance on him, if you're above that 40%, throw the crit damage mod on there. Otherwise, I would probably either go crit chance... You know, so he does, because obviously, you know, critting more often is good. Or go with Protection Triangle. Either one of those, I think, are pretty good options. Uh, And, you know, look at your secondary stats if you're having trouble deciding or whatever. If one of them offers a lot of offense or something along those lines, you know, use that one. If, you know, you're, if there are two that are kind of similar or whatever. Protection Circle. Yeah, before uh, I... Okay, go ahead. Sorry. 
I was just say when I'm modding most of the time before I put all my eggs in one basket, I look at the stats overall and say, you know, if I have a triangle, is crit chance going to help me more than just stacking more crit damage or like basically just reiterating what you were saying yeah. is get all your stats into a place where every time you hit, there's a greater chance you're going to be doing the same thing rather than more variance. You yep. know what I mean? So, like there've been a lot of Cause times... it's great to hit for 45 K or 25 K with a shot, but if it only happens one out of three shots, you know? Yeah. So, and yeah. I, like you said, I mean, setting up your mods and just kind of going through and looking at them, seeing what gives you the best outcomes, great. Like, I mean, I, I should probably take a video of me modding a character at some point just to kind of show you the process I go through and maybe narrate it or something because there's a lot I think about, you know, looking at, you know, the amount of offense that it gives or potency or whatever. And a lot of times you, you may think, you, you know, what's... What seems like the best way to go in your head may not be the best mathematically as far as the mods that you have and everything. There may be something that you weren't thinking of that would actually help you out more. And that stuff goes a really long ways into making, uh, you know, your arena team as good as possible. Yeah, go ahead and finish up with the modding of Boba, and I've got another tip for people. Like you said, okay. when you said YouTube video modding, just to kind of tip that people might not know about to help them do that. So go ahead, finish, okay. and then uh, I'll bring that up. Uh, so protection circle, awesome. Um, and then basically uh, protection, offense, or the potency plus sign. Um, any of those are going to be good, kind of depending on where you're at. I would probably say that is the last mod I would do because you never know where the other stuff may lead you. Uh, you may want a little bit more offense or, you know, you may not have enough potency. And it's also going to depend on your team needs and the team composition. So if you're using Boba, like maybe paired with a fast Stormtrooper Han to go early and ability block, then he's going to need a lot of potency. Otherwise, you know, you're wasting what you're using him for. But if you're just using him as another attacker to maybe do an ability block second round or something along those lines, it may not really matter where he goes. Um, you know, or the amount of potency or whatever. Um, it, Like I said, just kind of varies depending on who else is in your team. So that's something to look at. And... As I mentioned earlier, last point, with Boba, if you're using him as lead, you absolutely must be loading him up with potency because you get kind of a double bonus on that in that you're getting potency for his AoE and you're also getting potency that translates directly into an increase in health. So potency is... Absolutely crucial if you're using him to sleep. And that's it. Yep. For bounty hunters, get all that health on there Yep. from his lead. So what was the other tip that you had? Oh, so if you don't have your account synced to Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes 
Actually, it's not spelled out that way. It's just swgoh.gg, the website. If you link your account on there, any mod that you have equipped on your characters shows up on there. And it's an amazing tool to sort through the mods that you have equipped. And if you have to swap them out from one character to another, it makes it really easy to find things. So let's say you want to find your highest potency secondary mods. You can sort by that on the site and it'll show all of them and who they're on. And then if you need to move them to a guy you're trying to put potency on, you know exactly who to go to, where to pull it off of, so that you can put it on the character you're modding. And it does that for every mod you have equipped on a character. And for me, myself, I use it a lot when I'm trying to remod characters because it makes it really easy to find things. The only downfall is it doesn't show mods that aren't equipped, but... Oh, hold on. Clarification. It shows any mod that has ever been equipped. It doesn't, they don't necessarily okay. have to be equipped, but if it's a mod that, say, you leveled up or whatever, but have never equipped to a character, it will not show up. Once you equip it to a character once, uh, it will show up. Perfect. Yeah, so even better. If and you've had it, had it equipped and taken it off, then it's there and you can sort it and find it. I, I'm not sure if that requires that your account actually sync with that mod on there or not, but... Um, that's basically what the website says. So, yeah, yeah, it's a great tool for finding and and modding your characters by secondaries or primaries or whatever you're looking for. So, yep. if you hear something on the podcast you like and you want to try, if you're linked up on there, you can find those mods to attempt it, and then always move them back or whatever you want to do. But yeah, it'll make sure. it easier to try those things. So. Well, I, I spent a lot of time on there sorting through that stuff whenever I was building my arena team, like trying to find, you know, the highest potency mods with the highest amount of speed for old Ben, you know, and searching out the best speed mods to all put on Stormtrooper Han. And that's what's great about it. You can sort it any way you want, like a specific shape mod with a specific secondary or primary or whatever. Any way you want to sort, it'll allow you to do it. It is such a great resource. Yep, definitely. Thanks to those guys over there. They do good work. Yes, they Excited do. for when they get the ships all on there. That'll be fun. Well, they've got most of them on there now. Um, it's uh, So if you haven't checked that out, go check it out. But they do have ships up now. Um, they don't have everything on there. I've seen a post from them on Reddit. Uh, I believe it's based on like a Gear 7 level 85 character or something. The, the power and stuff that they have listed but no um, yeah get on there and go check it out because uh it's a absolutely amazing resource yep well, i got one last thing for us and it's not really a jerry fact more of a jerry brag i uh i tried to make jerry feel better today by throwing him and only him in on the first level of the Omega Challenge Day. You know, the Ooh. one for that's just for credits. Yeah. Yeah. How do you do? I threw him in there by himself, killed all three of them, got me some credits. I gave him a pat on the back. He asked for an award. I said no, but he still got the pat on the back. And that was 
Yeah, he left feeling pretty good about himself today. So that's awesome. Well done, Jerry. Hopefully, yeah, way to go, man. I know you you wish you were up in space flying a ship, but <laughs> today you are my uh, credit hero. So thank you for that. That's awesome. <laughs> good job, Jerry. Well, this week was filled with craziness, lots of updates and everything else. So I know that we've gone longer than usual, but holy crap, we could have gone even longer. I mean, if we dove, dived even deeper into ships, which I'm sure we probably will next week, yep. we could probably talk for hours. So, so we're going to end it here for today. So uh, what? A couple last points. Want to keep going? Uh, yes, I, I want to <laughs> keep going for another 20 minutes. Um, no, uh, we'll post this on Reddit, you know, uh, as usual. So if you have anything that you'd like us to talk about specifically on ships or whatever, go put it on there. We had some requests from last time that we still need to get to on a future podcast um, regarding a few things. But yeah. like, if there's any strategy or something you want to know about ships, um, we'll try to take care of that next week since ships is the big new thing currently. Um YouTube account, Shattered Order. You can go there, check that out, check out some videos. We're going to try to start posting, you know, a couple, at least a couple per week or something along those lines. Um, and then subscribe on iTunes, go leave us a review, all that good stuff. Uh, I think that's pretty much yeah, it. I said the wrong Twitter last week. It's not at SO Podcast, it's actually at Shattered Order. So uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter and you were like, you don't exist, you liar. It's actually at Shattered Order on Twitter. So hit that up if you got a Twitter. I'd like to talk to you guys. Heck yeah. So that'll do it for us this week. Hope you guys enjoy your ships and uh, hope you fare well in the tournament. And we'll have some uh, post tournament thoughts next week. But uh, I don't have anything else if you do, Wink. Nope, that's pretty much it. All right, guys. Well, we will catch you next week. Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.